I am still planning to work on a costume and release it around Dragon Con time. It is a surprise, but when I tell you I have an amazing photo shoot planned and we are going to Italy to do it, and I am like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's going to be ridiculous. I am amazing. <laughs> cosplays and I'm here with Jasmine also known as Cutie Pie Sensei. Hey Jasmine, how's it going? Hey, it's going pretty good. So, you look awesome. Oh my god. <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, first I want everyone to kind of get to know who you are, kind of what your social media is, where your handles are, where they can find you, and kind of just a brief, quick, or however long you want to do it, uh, just how you got into cosplay and stuff like that. Um, yeah, so I am Cutie Pie Sensei on literally all platforms, the Facebook, the Instagrams, Twitter, TikTok, all the things, Cutie Pie Sensei. Um, I've been doing cosplay for a little while now. I feel bad. I lose count of the years because feel like, <laughs> it feels like it's been forever. At minimum, it's been since 2014. So, so it's been a little while. Um, I started I was a late bloomer. I didn't really start until after I graduated because I needed money to <laughs> buy costumes. <laughs> so I, I needed it. Yeah, like I needed money to buy materials and stuff. So I had to have a job. Um, but yeah, I've been doing this for a little while now. I have worked with a variety of companies from like Marvel and DC to like sci-fi and all that. And I've been able to, you know, have some good times, do some cool things. And I never thought that me just randomly posting pictures on Instagram of me making stuff would lead me here. So it's been, a, it's been a cool ride. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's easy to see why, cause your stuff is legitimately like so incredible. Every time you post, I'm like, oh, there's another one. And like, you're <laughs> so fun, like playing along in your stories and stuff. Like you just have such a great positive energy that the community definitely needs. So it's pretty easy to see why all these companies and followers gravitate towards you to represent them. Now, how did you get into cosplay? Cause you said you started kind of after college, what kind of got you into it or interested in it? Yeah, so I started after college. I started going to cons while I was in college. Mm -hmm. um, I was initially introduced to it actually by my husband. We had just in fact, I don't even know if we had started dating at the time. We had just started dating at the time. And um, he was going to take me to Anime Week in Atlanta because he was like, hey, you like all this nerdy stuff. You read manga. Like, I feel like you would absolutely love this. Because I had never, I didn't know what a convention was. I had never heard of it. This was like foreign, a foreign concept to me. And like literally three days before AWA, I got sick. I had a really bad cold oh, and I couldn't go. But he brought me, um, like he bought some stuff in the dealer room for me and like brought me back like some kunai knives and like a Naruto headband and stuff. And again, I didn't know that you could buy these things. This was all news. So I was just like, oh, this is the coolest thing ever. So I was already like hyped to go to my next one. Um, and then one day we were walking on campus and I don't know if a lot of people uh, know this, uh, but Momocon started initially at Georgia Tech and that's where uh, we went to school. So we were walking and we literally like walked into the student center and there were just a bunch of like 
people in cosplay and like just nerds walking around and stuff and I'm like what is happening and he was like oh yeah it's MomoCon it's a convention this is perfect I can like take you around we can go to panels and stuff and um from there that was that was it like all I needed to do was just I guess be exposed and once I was exposed that was I was in it once you get a taste that's it man (laughs) now does he cosplay with you now or do you guys kind of keep that like separate no so he um he's always been like a convention goer but he's never been a cosplayer but he does support me so like he's the main one that takes my photos like like at least 75 percent of the photos that i post on my page are ones that he's taken of me um wow. he's helped me with uh past costumes where i need electronics and stuff he will um hook that up for me because he's an engineer um so he he supports me and different like smaller ways even if it's something as simple as like he knows I have a deadline coming up so I'm busy working on a cosplay he's like I got dinner I'm gonna wash the clothes and stuff it's cool I got you just like focus so yeah he's like he's super supportive about it even though he doesn't um dress up himself now since cons are starting to come back I know there's a lot of people who kind of joined the cosplay community when quarantine kind of started which is awesome because now the community is growing now what kind of experiences we're gonna start positive like what are your favorite things about attending cons that we kind of missed out on in quarantine or that people have never gotten a chance to experience so it's definitely different um in a convention versus online for me I like my um, lifeblood like thrives off of the con experience more so than the internet stuff because I think with internet you're used to like the perpetual scroll you're used to seeing cool things all the time so stuff doesn't really like hit like that you'll see something cool and you'll process it for a second and then that's kind of it whereas I feel like when you go to a convention seeing stuff in person is just a completely different experience like this thing feels real to you versus seeing it just in a photo 2d like it is it's not as real so i just like seeing it in person it it's what drives me to do bigger like fancier builds because i think people kind of have more respect for the fancier stuff in person um and i like being able to talk to people and like ask them questions like real time like oh my god like how did you diffuse the light so well on like this part of your costume like i've I've just nerded out over people's costumes in person all the time, especially even when I'm judging like contests. Mm -hmm. I love it because part of the process of judging is talking to individual cosplayers and like looking through build books and asking them questions about stuff. And like, I learn a lot myself through that process. So Mm -hmm. I I think I just get a little bit more um, out of the community with that in-person like touch versus internet. Mm -hmm. That's just me though. <laughs> Do you have like one story or one kind of experience that really like, like stands out to you that either was like really funny or just kind of really made a con special for you? Hmm. That is, that's hard. Um, a ton. So it's hard to... <laughs> yeah. It's one of those things where it's like, I wouldn't necessarily say there's been like one specific experience. It's more like when I go to cons, there's always so much stuff going on. Like I, I'm always so, I'm always so busy, but it's, it's the combination of all those things together that make it great. So like, for example, the last Dragon Con I went to, um, I think this was 2019. Yeah. 2019. I went, yeah. Pandemic. Yeah. I, Dragon Con's my, I freaking love Dragon Con. Um, <laughs> it was one of those days 
where you know we were obviously busy shooting stuff throughout the day I feel bad I don't attend panels as much as I used to it's mostly just like a cosplay thing for me and hanging out with people so we were shooting in our different group cosplays throughout the day then we changed me and my friend um changed into our matching Bowsette costumes that we had made previously um, for 2018. And, but they were like comfortable, you know? So they're good for like just walking around and like hanging out late at night. And this was the first time I got my husband to wear something that resembled a costume. So he dressed as Mario <laughs> and another one of our friends dressed as Wario. And then we had someone else dressed as Peach. We were all like, but it was like a comfortable, casual like group. And then we were just hanging out and then we walked into the Hyatt and in the lobby of the Hyatt, one of my friends, like internet cosplay friends that I know pretty well, like she was there. I didn't even know she was at Dragon Con. We're like, hey, and she was also dressed as Bowsette. So now we're like, we're like stuck in the lobby taking pictures and stuff way longer than we thought we would because it turned into like a thing. And then we were like, okay, let's like walk over to the Marriott. So now we're this giant group because she had her people too. So we're like walking to the Marriott and, you know, we're getting stopped along the way, run to that lobby. I see just a ton of people I know, again, from just, you know, cosplay, like Instagram online, like all these people that I've talked to and stuff online. I end up meeting a bunch of people and we end up staying like, on that lobby floor I think we left to go hang out at like nine o'clock we didn't leave the con because my husband and I were going home this was Sunday night we didn't leave the con until three in the morning sounds about right (laughs) (laughs) like literally just out there in the Marriott just talking to people and like being like oh hey like it's just stuff like that you don't get that you know just being on your phone you know yeah that's definitely definitely yeah, it's, it's just a different, it's a different thing. And I love it. Now, what are some of the um, kind of, I don't want to focus on the negative, but kind of um, negative experiences that you've had in more of a like, hey, please don't do this at a con kind of thing. Because I know a lot of people are coming in, they don't know the con etiquette, or maybe some people need to be reminded about the etiquette. So what are some things that you have kind of come across that you really don't appreciate or kind of would give to, hey, don't do this at a con? Yeah, yeah. So um, one of the first things I tell people is to don't ask for pictures when someone's eating or busy. I absolutely hate that. Like, because I'll be in the middle of a meal, half of my costume is off. People are like, can I have a like, picture with you? And I'm like, I'm not even in a state. Noodles hanging down. Take. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I, I am not in a position to take a photo. So Um, it's one thing to be like, Hey, when you're done, you know, and you're wrapping up, we're going to be around here a while. Can I get a picture of you before you leave? Mm -hmm. That's fine. But just, just not in the middle of, you know, when a cosplayer is obviously busy, don't do that. Um, also refrain from touching people's costumes without asking. Uh, there's plenty of people who just will come up and just touch parts and I'm like you don't know how fragile something is Mm -hmm. um you you could easily break someone's costume that they've worked really hard on by just moving the wrong part or doing something like that that's really rude um if you wouldn't touch a person without permission don't touch anything on them or like their stuff without permission either like I feel like that's common sense that also includes when you take pictures 
um, ask permission if you want to like like wrap your arm around someone because I know sometimes I'm wearing a costume where like parts of me is exposed or something like if I have like my whole like stomach and, and back and stuff out I don't want your bare hand touching me in a, in a picture that's just uncomfortable for me um, cosplay is not consent exactly uh like thank it I, it's terrible that it has to be this way but I'm also thankful since my husband's always with me at conventions usually I don't get a lot of that because he's very quick to be like hey hey nah move go um but uh obviously everybody doesn't have that so I definitely think people need to be mindful of that as well so those are the, some of the a few of the like main things that immediately jump out now back to the positive stuff with that (laughs) uh do you find for the cosplay community when it comes to again a lot of people have not been to cons or they're just opening up again do you find that being there in person that the community itself is a welcoming community for people yeah especially in person a lot of the like more negative experiences i've dealt with with cosplay have come from internet stuff because people are behind screens can't see their faces so therefore they feel like they can say or do whatever they want whereas in person people know that if you talk mess about someone you'll get hit so (laughs) so people you know people don't uh they don't do as many like terrible things thankfully so it's just I don't know it's, it's just a different lighter feel at cons I I love it and, and I'm thankful that people at least know that in person, you know, you have this camaraderie of, hey, I spent my money and time and energy to come here. <laughs> so I'm here to have a good time. Yeah. <laughs> now, moving on from like the being in person and the cons over to social media, because uh, you do have a pretty big platform. So I'm sure you have a lot of different experiences on there. Now, as someone who has been to a lot of cons and who also has a presence on social media, how do you feel that social media has kind of changed the cosplay game in either a positive or a negative way? Because it's definitely impacted, especially, again, with quarantine and things being moved solely to social media. Um, yeah, it's it's really different, especially for me. I see a big difference, too, with like the growth of TikTok specifically. Mm-hmm. I think that I'm trying to figure out the best way to word this. Um, It's been great because it's introduced a lot of new people, which is awesome to the experience of it. But I think because there's a lot of people who don't necessarily know what cosplay was like before certain things, like if they've never gone in person, they don't understand the amount of effort that it takes to like make certain costumes or, or to do certain things. I think they're just used to like, hey, I'll buy this quick thing off of Amazon, I'll do a dance and then I'll throw it away. And not to say that there's a problem with that, but I think there's a lot more to the community than that. And I think, you know, once people start going to cons and like the world gets back to normal, I think once they're exposed to more of that stuff, we'll kind of shift back. But, you know, you got a lot of babies coming in and <laughs> they got to learn. So so it's all good. And we're here for that. Um, also, this kind of points back to what I said earlier about social media being like the constant scroll, you know, mm-hmm. I think it's social media is great because you can reach more people. You can have communities where you learn certain things. Like I'm, I'm a member of um, SheProp community, which is great for getting advice. Yeah, it's great for getting advice on building stuff. Um, 
the princess wig groups are great. I'm part of one that really helped me, uh, for instance, figure out how to keep my herbosa wig on my head. Like I was able to just ask a bunch of people who have experience. Cause like, even though it's like, this isn't a Disney princess, but it's a big like style thing. So you y'all would still know. Um, I've got there's a lot of fan. I understand that. <laughs> yeah. Like it's, it's, it's hard. And so having these different groups, you know, be there to support you and help you, especially as a craftsperson, it's, it's great. Um, but it is hard because people are used to seeing so many great people like in one space online and you don't even see I think that level of craziness um in person mm -hmm. you know it's you see a more variety of levels from you know the first people starting out with cosplay to the people who have been doing this for forever you see all those within like the same space taking up the same space um and interacting you're able to interact with all those different people whereas online since you can kind of curate your feed I think people you know, they get used to seeing something and they think it's easy <laughs> or it, it doesn't take long. Like, and, and that's with regular people using social media all the way to like companies. Like I've had people reach out to me and, you know, they see my page and they see me post stuff and they're like, cool, we want you to make a costume in a week and a half. Uh, can you do it? And it's like, um, yeah, this costume that you're referring to that I made before, it took me like three months. So... Yeah. Ah, <laughs> you know, it's like, I, I don't do this full time. I have a regular people job too. So I, I can't afford to, you know, only work on this, you know, so it's, um, it's difficult, but you know, there's positives and negatives, like with everything else in life. <laughs> yeah. No, I know like because of social media, a lot of cosplay being just on social media, there's developed kind of the attitude and not so much from the community, but from kind of the supporters and the people on the outside of pitting cosplayers against each other yes. who do the same characters and things like that. And I know it's, it's starting to make people afraid of cosplaying certain characters and things like that. So what are your kind of opinions or even advice to people who are starting to shy away from the community or doing certain characters because of that? I think it's hard and I think you need to evaluate why you're cosplaying. Um, for me, I cosplay because like, yes, I post online and I take into consideration, you know, a little bit of what people say at this point because I have a following, but I, I do it because I like doing it. Mm -hmm. So if there's a character, I understand. And I've also thought, you know, like, oh, many people have done this before. Like, what's the point if... You know, like with Wonder Woman, like freaking everybody has cosplayed Wonder Woman. But I'm like, I also like Wonder Woman though. And I think I'm gonna kill it. So I'm gonna still do it anyway. Like you, if you think you can do a good job and you like that character, you need to do it regardless of if you think it's going to perform well on the internet. Mm -hmm. Like, is at the end of the day, like what what is your goal of making this? Is it purely just to get attention from, you know, getting a bunch of likes and followers and stuff? Or is it because you're trying to participate in the community and the fandom and you really enjoy it. So once I think you kind of refocus and reevaluate, you know, your reasons for cosplaying, I think it becomes a little bit easier to kind of just do what you want to do and forget the whole competition side of it. And that's easier said than done. I understand that it's hard. You, it's very intimidating to see people. Um, but also I think people should understand too that a lot of people who are amazing at cosplaying, like their favorites have been doing this for a very long time and everyone starts from somewhere. 
all of my costumes like I that I look back on they might look great in pictures but I know for a fact I was like there are a lot of problems I would have approached this completely differently the tools <laughs> the tools that were even available at the time of me making this costume were completely different than what's available now like cosplayers have so much to choose from now just in terms of materials that I didn't even have access to back then so you know there's space to learn there's materials to experiment with you just got to give yourself some grace and understand that you're going to make mistakes it's a guarantee that you're going to make mistakes but that's fine that's part of the process just keep pushing and you'll be amazing <laughs> <laughs> and i just have just a few more questions because this actually just kind of reminded me of something you just said now so again with a lot of things being on social media there's become kind of a a weird rise of ageism when it comes to cosplay and mm. have you had any experience with that or what are your opinions on that because i've noticed it kind of a lot lately people being you know obsessed with people's ages or saying like oh if you're i don't know 30 you're old you're done you can't like you know what i mean yo it is hard especially again i think this is partially because of tiktok because all the people on tiktok are babies so they post <laughs> they'll post their ages at the top and it's like i'm 18 i'm 19 i'm 20 and i'm just looking at these pages like oh my god <laughs> like oh no like i am like they they have like the little memes going around of like millennials on tiktok and and i think somebody showed like a cd player and a comment was like what's that what, what is what is that ufo thing she's holding oh it must be a 1900s thing and i was just like oh oh god, oh god. my heart um it it's it's difficult i know i've had people i feel bad cuz i definitely um haven't figured out the main like a like a good healthy way to deal with it i like i will readily admit that uh, a lot of people don't know how old i am mm -hmm. um we'll keep it a secret <laughs> i i i uh i use that to my advantage it's mm -hmm. like look y'all know i'm grown and that's all you need to know <laughs> do i look okay in the costume does it look good all right that's all that matters all right y'all don't need to know if y'all could have gone to school with me or not, it it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Like I've seen people who are amazing cosplayers of all ages. Um, and these, these young people now who, if they are being ages, they'll feel differently in five years when the other young people start coming up and they're like, oh, I was wrong. 30 isn't old at all. What? I was tripping. Like they'll, they'll figure it out eventually. I think this is just, it just, happens over time and people will I hope slowly realize they're being stupid if they're being ages so <laughs> now I know a lot of people are kind of nervous and timid to kind of put themselves out there on social media on Instagram TikTok things like that because of the accessibility to hiding behind a keyboard and a lot of bullying mean comments things like that what advice do you give to people who are nervous to put themselves out there in dealing, basically in dealing with the haters, like how you deal with it, what advice you have for other people to deal with it? Because I hate that there is, you know, become kind of a bullying culture in the community that goes along kind of with a lot of the competition. And I hate seeing people scared. So what advice can you give them and how do you deal with it? I feel like people aren't going to like my advice with this. It's because it's, not necessarily what everyone else would say but honestly if you're really really worried about the bullies and stuff 
you don't have to post online if you don't want to. I, I and I know some people might be like, well, everybody's allowed to be online and stuff, and that's true. But speaking for myself, you know, it was different when I started. There was still bullying and stuff, but to be honest, I didn't start getting negative comments and trolls and stuff until I had at least reached like at maybe had like 30,000 followers or so on Instagram before I even caught a whiff. Like it, it was very rare. Um, most of the time people were very supportive and stuff. So now it's just, it's just different. Um, and trolls suck. It's really hard on the psyche. And if I was starting now, I don't know necessarily if, if I didn't have the followers that I have now, I'm not sure how active online I would be because of just over time. It's a lot. It's, it's hard. Like I have to have my own support system at home. I have a therapist, um, and in fact, like literally in a therapy session, my therapist straight up was like, it in ways like the way that people talk to you, like, cause I've shown her comments and stuff. She was like, this is a form of assault. Like yeah. it is. And that can be traumatic in its own way. And you're dealing with like little bits of it constantly. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to sit here and say that if someone is apprehensive of that, that they shouldn't listen to their gut and and not, you know, and, and pursue it anyway. If, if you don't want to post online for your own mental health, don't do it. Um, now, if you still want to post online anyway, because like I said, there are positives, uh, all you can really do is block people and delete comments. Uh, that's what I try to do. I am not a perfect human. So sometimes I'm feeling a little spicy and I'll, I'll say something, but that usually doesn't help. Um, occasionally I will, again, this is when I'm feeling spicy. Uh, if somebody says something just, just got awful, I will pin it to the top of my post because I know that other people will see it and also be like, what are you doing? And I'll have support. If you go, like, if you're going to be stupid in public, I'm going to let you be stupid in public. So I will extra expose you. So people can be like, look, look, what, what are you doing? So I, I will do that. Um, again, don't be like me. You should block and delete people. That's probably the safest. Uh, but yeah, don't get online if you if you truly don't want to deal with it though, because people are trash, and you can't stop people from being trash. Because these are people who, at the end of the day, in their own lives, they're dealing with something, and they need to bring someone else down to make themselves feel better. Exactly. Um, and they've never had to pay for the consequences of saying something stupid to somebody. So, you know, there's there's really not a whole lot you can do about them, but try your best to ignore them. Yeah. Ah, Good. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) It's a hard word out there, but we have such a good community. And I feel like with a lot of kind of the negatives that are coming up because of social media, there's also so many more positives and just a community coming together to kind of stand against it and welcome new people in. And I just think it's great to watch that happening, especially with positive people in the community like you and also who aren't afraid to kind of stand up and be like, no, this isn't right. Like you shouldn't be doing this. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, and then, like I said, I love just like the actual community aspect. So a lot of times the bullying and stuff comes from people who aren't in the cosplay community at all. They're, exactly. they're all the way out here. Y'all have never picked up 
like a sewing machine, like a sewing needle, like you don't know how to make anything. You don't know how to do any of this stuff. You're not brave enough to put yourself out there like this. Your profile is private. You like, you don't know, like you would never be able to do what I'm doing. So like your, your opinion is kind of irrelevant. Um, the actual community of people who are also cosplayers is usually great. Um, there's, you know, a little, you get a little bit of an issue here and there, but for the most part, people who are actively involved are really awesome. Like I, I said, especially in my early posts, for instance, when I posted my Arbosa cosplay, I would not have been able to make that without help from my other cosplay, like friends and advice. Like I legit messaged Calbutt Crunchies and like, they have a, um, like an actual extreme wig styling book. And I was following that. Wigs. I so I talented. I'm watching all of their tutorials. No, like they they're incredibly talented, and I have their book, and I was following it to make my wig, and I was still running into a couple of issues, so I literally messaged and was like, "Hey, this is what I'm doing. Please help me," and like res respond, like literally sent me diagrams and like long paragraphs of advice, and and it was super helpful, and I would not have been able to make it, you know, without them. So. I just like people are nice and you know once you're in the community you start talking to people and stuff you realize just how supportive it can be once you ignore all the outside people mm -hmm. block the haters yeah <laughs> it has been so awesome talking with you jasmine like this has just been just such a great experience <laughs> um so where like what what things do you have coming up do you have any cons that you're going to or projects that you really want to talk about that you're excited that's coming up um, so unfortunately this year, I don't plan to go to any cons. Mm -hmm. Um, it's going to hurt my soul not to go to Dragon Con because I know everyone's <laughs> going to be there, but I, I just, I feel a little weird currently about being in like big crowds. So I'm, I'm trying to stay safe, but I am still planning to work on a costume and release it around Dragon Con time. It is a surprise, but when I tell you I have an amazing photo shoot planned and we are going to Italy to do it, and I am like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's going to be ridiculous. I am amazing. Oh, <laughs> so I just, you know, people keep their eye out, you know, for it. It's going to be epic. Um, outside of that, though, just working on projects as they come along. And uh, yeah. <laughs> nothing too serious trying to keep it light and trying to keep it not too heavy because once you plan too much it becomes stressful and that's not what I need so yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay tell us again where everyone can find your social medias just to make sure everyone gets it exact yeah yeah of course so once again I am cutie pie sensei on Facebook Twitter Instagram and TikTok um I am most active on Instagram so yeah come find me, check me out, ask me questions, all the things. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much for talking with me. Thank you for being such a positive member of the community. And thank you for all the advice that you're giving to these new cosplayers for veteran cosplayers all at once. And it's just, it's been just a blast talking with you. So yeah, everyone sure. go check out Cutie Pie Sensei on all of her social media. Look out for that shoot that she's doing in Italy. I know <laughs> I personally now really, really excited to see it. So, but yeah, in the meantime, thanks for hanging out. It's been great. Thank you.